0: You know how many people ask me, are the computers there just for show? I'm like no, I wouldn't put it there if they weren't for show. This isn't a show, guys. It's not a show. Yeah. It might be a production. Yeah. It's not a show. I like that. The Chip Lunch Podcast is a production. Can't you tell? Welcome back to the Third Space Studio here everyone and we are on the Chip Lunch Podcast and guess what I'm running this thing solo again because I'm the captain of this ship and uh, I'm, a, I'm a mere passenger and my first mate okay. <laughs> with me today I've been
1: upgraded to <laughs> first mate rather yes, than just passenger from
0: first class to first person pass- first uh, first mate uh Jacob Ooh. how are you man I'm good excellent I'm Joel by the way I should say Jacob thanks for joining us on the podcast today Thanks for having me. <laughs> no, you're welcome. Uh how, you, how are you feeling? Excited? Nervous? Uh, excited. Um, nervous. Um
1: sick. Um uh, not that one, <laughs> thankfully. <laughs> yeah. He's he's over there. Oh
0: yeah. Sick <laughs> <one>. <laughs> the sick one. Yeah. Many sick ones. Yeah.
1: Um Yeah, no, I'm good. I'm happy to be here. Um heard lots about the uh the podcast. Only seen mm-hmm. a couple of different episodes. Ah, Watched.
0: so seeing you watching it you're watching it on YouTube, are you? Yes. Oh, interesting! Yes. Not listening, uh, watching, and listening.
1: Well, I mean, I've also been in the room for the production of something. You of have, them. you have, yeah, so. been in the background. <laughs> yeah, it's
0: great. It's it's great to have you in front of the camera today. Yes,
1: it's yeah. exciting. Yes, it's very exciting. One day we'll get this man in front of the yeah,
0: camera. Yeah, so Dave, our producer, is episode one hundred. Mm. He's um, I've heard. Yeah, that. so we've got it. We need to get a few episodes in before he gets it comes on. Mm. But you know, that's that's what we're going to do. I can do it. Like I
1: can spend. We can sort of make this like the Hobbit movie, like one book, but so three three uh, episodes that we get closer to. Uh, that's 100th. a hundred idea.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Who cares about the listeners, eh? Yeah, no, they yeah. <laughs> this is about me. Yes. Mm, I like it. Well, let's just move this out of the way. Um Thanks, Nikki. Uh so <laughs> first question that we always ask everyone that comes on. hmm Every guest that we have, how do you like to eat your chips? Hot chips, we should say.
1: How do I like my hot chips? Well, first of all, I like them with chicken salt.
0: Ooh. Because normal salt is gross. Um, gross?
1: Yeah, it's like...
0: Uh, you're slowly becoming the most offensive guest on the podcast to me anyway. <laughs> well, we've still
1: got an entire episode together. Yeah, on. I know. I've wait. still got plenty of time <laughs> to uh, make sure that that becomes the case. <laughs> solidify Did, that record. You yeah, um, know, yeah, chicken salt. So chicken salt and then... It on like a white bread roll with tomato sauce. Oh, uh, okay. I'm I'm a chip sandwich man.
0: I mean I like chip sandwiches, but I just I just can't do chicken salt. As as we've as everyone knows who listens to the podcast regularly, I just can't do chicken salt that much. Yeah. I don't think it's superior to to uh plain salt anyway. It's weird that you called plain salt gross though, cuz you couldn't you wouldn't have chicken salt without plain salt. I suppose. Mm. Yeah. And then but everyone says why not make a good thing better?
1: Yeah. Oh, maybe just why not make an average thing good? Is Ooh. sort of where I'm thinking. You're about just lowering that the bar. Yeah.
0: What would what would have to happen to make salt excellent for you? Well, I like, make it like a spicy salt or something.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I, I think they'd need to make it a different color, like pink salt from a Himalayan mountain. Oh, but that that's plain salt. Maybe for you, touche. Because you're, you know, upper class. But for <laughs> us us normal folk we use uh table <laughs> you, salt yeah and you then normies <laughs> us normies we use table salt and then himalayan pink rock salt is uh different
0: you're saying like make it a hectic um hectic type of salt uh i was thinking that have you ever remember that um, mcdonald's shaker fries yes so you used to like get the normal fries with plain salt but then you would put like a spice mixture and shake them in the bag yeah. to make it the spicy kind of
1: yeah but is that salt though
0: mm. is it but again, is that chicken salt? Because chicken salt just have spices and stuff in it. Ch- spices or I don't know what makes it We figured that out the other day. I think in the, like chicken What know, is like chicken in, stock? Yeah. Chicken. Um, chicken I, salt. I think
1: only one of the vegetarians who listen to the podcast will probably be upset with me for saying so, but I'm pretty sure they don't like chicken salt. Really? I I think that is the case. At least I'm led to believe that's the case.
0: They're talking about umami, oh, that's boring. What is in chicken salt? This is this is great content for everyone listening, isn't it?
1: Well, we now know for certain that the computers on set are not just for show. They are actually for looking at what's Correct. in chicken salt.
0: Thank you. That's a great point. Yeah. This is Australian umami. How to make chicken salt. Umami. You need powdered chicken stock, like you said. Yeah. Anyway, cool. Next question. <laughs> Let's move on. Uh, the next question they always ask everyone is How did you become a Christian? Um, so I
1: uh, grew up with Christian parents, mm-hmm. Christian household, um, Christian
0: grandparents, oh aunts wow. and uncles, etc. On, um, both, on both sides of your family?
1: Uh, yes. Um, so, um, mum's side of the family, 100% Christian. And on dad's side of the family, is. Um, Like my grandparents christian Mm -hmm. um and sort of 50 50 on my uncles and aunties right so i've grown up knowing at least about god my whole life um certainly as long as i can remember (laughs) um yeah which has been a massive blessing um and then yeah so went to sunday school when i was little was an absolute terror um
0: and what kind of hijinks did you get up to
1: oh all of the hijinks. I would hide from the we I went to Carangba Baptist Church. Um they it's quite a big church if you've ever been there. They have the uh like sporting complex out there. Oh, the back.
0: indoor the indoor sports complex. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Um but in sort of the main area, there's like a kids play area. And I before church would go and hide in the kids play area every week. And there was a older gentleman whose job it was to round up all the children and every week we would sit there for like 10 minutes and he would go Jacob you need to come out and I pretend I wasn't in there but somehow he knew I, I, I did a good job of hiding I don't know how he figured it out but he knew
0: you said uh, we does that mean that you and a number of other people were doing that yes how many uh, there was
1: typically one or two others mm-hmm. um, we were, you were the ringleader I certainly felt like it I, I was in there I was doing it every week <laughs> um whereas yeah I there was sort of a my two IC sort of changed from time to time mm. um
0: kind of like the ship that we're on yes today. yes I'm always a constant in charge <laughs> you are second in charge today but I, not in the hiding from Sunday school leaders I,
1: I could, I could hide under the... Under that's not
0: a good podcast,
1: though. Oh, okay. That yep, makes, it's fair enough.
0: Anyway, uh, sorry, keep going. So you were sometimes a difficult uh, person at at Sunday school.
1: Yes. Um, that's, yeah. Um, so went to Sunday school, sort of learnt about God, um, sort of from quite a young age. I remember knowing, at least intellectually, about Um, Christian belief and what the right answers were for things like you know all of the Sunday school questions it's you know God
0: Jesus Bible
1: God Jesus Bible it's uh, you know at least get 70% of all questions with that Um, but sort of I remember having like a lot of doubt Um, even when I was yeah quite young sort of Mm. Intellectually debating at the level of a six-year-old, but um, over whether or not it was actually believable. Okay. Um, yeah, so I remember thinking it doesn't make a lot of sense that there's a, a man in the sky with superpowers um, who can, you know, do whatever he wants <laughs> and make everything. That seems unrealistic. I haven't I haven't met this guy. <laughs> uh, have you met him? Like, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so I, like... I genuinely remember, um, thinking to myself, like it doesn't make a lot of sense and I don't believe it, but, um, I remember one of the really big driving factors that helped me to sort of at least look into it more was thinking to myself, well, all these people that I know believe it. Um, I remember thinking to myself, there's all these different people in my family who like, tell me that they love God and that God does all these things for them um, and makes them happy. And I thought, well, you know, I remember one day thinking, if I meet, like, one more person, then I'll look into Christianity. <laughs> That'll be enough. <laughs> yeah, that will, that will push me over the edge. And then I remember thinking that on multiple occasions. Um, <laughs> and then uh, I think just at some point it sort of eventually clicked for me i don't like remember a day um sort of deciding that i thought that it was real um i think if you'd asked me for a long period of time i would have said i think that it's a real thing but um probably didn't believe it
0: um but you can't remember at like specific time you're like this is actually i need to I need to change what I'm thinking now. I can't just keep going, oh if I Yeah. One more person.
1: I yeah, I don't remember when it stopped being just one more person that I know believes it. I don't remember when that became Okay, actually it's not about the amount of people who believe it. It's mm. like it's real now.
0: What what age were you were you like okay, now it's it's real. Um
1: I think Oh I would have been maybe seven or eight Mm. um maybe maybe less maybe six or seven um but yeah um I don't quite remember well that's okay Uh, (laughs)
0: doesn't need to be perfect
1: yeah um and so sort of continued on that track went to Sunday school went to um started occasionally going to church with dad when I got a little bit older um sort of late primary school was that on a Sunday uh, yeah, so we went Sunday morning church typically, but I would occasionally go to Sunday night church with dad. Um, yeah, just as something that I like doing. Was I always Like a special trip with dad? Yeah, special yeah. trip with dad. Um, I always thought it was like, I always found it more interesting because um, I always used to find that the stories they told in Sunday school were the same stories. Um, uh-huh.
0: but then if they're preaching from the Bible, it felt like it was different stories. Yeah. <laughs> oh, there was just more to it. I suppose yeah. like they preach the way that they preached it. Yeah. 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 Um, and
1: the preacher was like, he obviously he was talking at like a higher level. Yeah. And so it was, it gave me something to, you know, it was like challenging. Yeah. Mm. It was challenging and meant that I was more interested, more engaged. Mm. Um, yeah. So I remember doing that for a while. Um, and then, uh, sort of come junior high school, um, or like really late in primary school, uh, youth group sort of started up as an option. Um, we were still at CBC at the time, um, Bob Apps. Mm-hmm. And uh, the youth group was primarily dominated by skaters. Oh, okay. So if you've ever been there, there's like the big basketball court, that's like sort of concrete floor, um, sort of similar to this floor. Mm. Um, And they would set up skate ramps. So they had these like, someone had built them, but these like pretty good skate ramps that they would set up. Mm. And- Like a skate park thing going on? Yeah, fully. Mm. And there was like, you know, they just brought out these ramps from in storage. And they would, yeah, set them up. And so the skaters loved it. Mm. Um, But for me who didn't skate, it was like, well, this is boring. (laughs) 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 It was like, yeah, they sort of catered to that group pretty well. And then it was like, this is strange. Mm. Um, Yeah, so I was there um, probably less than six months, I'd say. mum mm-hmm. Mum and Dad were trying to get me to go, but You're
0: like, i don't want to skate, yeah,
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> was it even it was just like
1: i'm not going to try and skate, and I don't have a skateboard
0: were you tempted to get a skateboard, or were you like no, you had a bit of a vibe of like i'm not I'm not even buying into this no it was just i it doesn't interest me as so i 'm not mm. not going to do it, but you didn't have any like desire to even try and do it
1: no mm. I think when I was younger, I tried like. Cause I can skate and I think I could skate at the time. Just not obviously not at that level and probably not down
0: ramps, um, but. So it was it more, you didn't want to embarrass yourself or you don't, or <laughs> you like, just were like, no, it, youth group shouldn't just be about skating.
1: I don't think that was like a uh, part of me that was thinking about what youth group should be. Cause I I'd like, it was like the first youth group I've been to. So okay. I was like, I don't really have a, I don't know. Uh, anything to compare it against. Mm. So as far as I was aware, youth group actually was just hanging out at the weird skate ramp place (laughs) (laughs) Um, with like an occasional talk that lasted not very long and then all of the people were like, all right, can we go back out and skate? Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, so there was no like bar to compare it to. Um, But sort of as time went on, didn't want to go. So I ended up of dropping out of that um and your parents obviously wanted you to go to keep going to youth group yeah yeah um and your know, mum and dad keep pushing me to go you know keep going to youth, you got to go to a youth group it's really important I'm like I really don't want to go <laughs> <laughs> yeah thankfully I found a um there was a youth group was in, I was in year six um and there was a gentleman who was a scripture teacher And he was like, oh, by the way, we've got this youth group that runs in Sutherland. And it's like, it's not really a youth group, but like we just hang out. And so I was like, oh, all right. So a couple of friends and I went to that for a little while. Um, So I went to that until uh, probably year seven, like end of year seven. So yeah, two years, Um, that was good. had a lot of fun there. That was John's Place. It was run by um, the Anglican Church in Sutherland. I don't know the name of it. Saint it's St.
0: John's, I think. It probably is St. John's. Yeah, that, makes, that would make a lot of sense. I think so. That would make a whole lot of sense. Because <laughs> it's called John's Place. Yes. That was the... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This um, is why we have the, the computer here. Ah. What um Just before you keep going on, what primary school did you go to?
1: I went to Loftus Primary School.
0: Loftus Primary School. And then high school.
1: I... So in year seven, I was still at the Gennally High School. The Gennally the High School. The Gennally, not to be confused with any other Gennally. <laughs> yes. St. Um, John
0: Sutherland, can I confirm? It is St. John's Anglican Church. Beautiful. I believe. Keep going, sorry. Uh,
1: yeah, so I... um, That was actually, oddly enough, where I got my first taste of intergenerational ministry. Because... Um, The format for John's Place was it was a drop-in centre, which basically meant that it was a youth group without any organisation or talk or anything. It was Mm -hmm. just like a community hall that you could rock up to between certain times, and it sort of opened it up to... um, yeah people who w- wouldn't ordinarily mm. attend a youth group mm. um, just to love people yeah, yeah just to love people and there was like members of the church who rocked up and would just try and be friends with the people coming along mm. um and that's where i met uh dan gale actually. oh okay yeah we used to work for this church it's yeah.
0: of old church yep um yeah sorry yes he used to work for survival because he, he originally went to st john's i think yeah yeah. So,
1: yeah so he used to go to st john's and i met him there and actually became friends with him at john's place um so that was and like i remember thinking who's this like weird dude with the long hair coming <laughs> and talking to us like
0: yeah. i feel like that always is a way of youth ministry starting because Mm. like stuart crawshaw senior pastor of sorrow yeah. of hovel church was the same it's like who is this guy that keeps coming on Wh- fridays was the a weird guy team. with the long hair yeah, <laughs> yeah he had a weird guy with long hair right hmm? i think that there's a thing we actually had two weird guys with long hair when it first began when uh it was uh stu crawshaw and tim baldwin they both had long oh. hair mm.
1: i think we need to copy this and get all of our youth leaders to have long hair
0: okay well you, you can start the trend oh yeah
1: <laughs> I have to start that trend. I <laughs>
0: Anyway, so um, that was hang on. If you did you stop going to the one at carrying carrying Bar Baptist and then went to John's Place? Yeah. Okay. So
1: yeah. So I think I was probably at John's Place for about a year and a half. Because mm-hmm. I think the Caring Bar one was like year six and up. Um Yeah, so started going to John's place. Um started meeting those guys and Part of the way through year seven, it turned into a youth group. I think they had a change of leadership. Okay. Um, the guy who was running it went to an, a different state or something. Yep. Um, and so it changed leadership. And so it became more of a youth group because there was like a talk um, and. Be more Bible stuff going on. Though. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so there was like a talk going on, and like it was still the same otherwise. But um, yeah, we do that. Um, and then I changed high schools halfway through year right? Um and sort of early year eight, John's place sort of fell through. Um, the yeah, just I'm not hundred percent sure what happened, but. I just know that it wasn't happening anymore yeah they just said sorry guys it's actually yeah not something that we're doing anymore oh, okay it's very sad um were you
0: pretty bummed about that yeah i was pretty upset about it but like because you enjoyed going
1: yeah mm. i enjoyed going mm. um they had a, a mortal Kombat machine <laughs> that was like super old like arcade <laughs> style yeah ah uh, it's the best
0: um That sounds like something that was around in my childhood. They? <laughs> if they've found it and picked it up for a good price, and they're, yeah, yeah, just fully. get just get Jacob to play it fully. <laughs> um Was that? Did you enjoy it because it was your parents were saying like you'd obviously want wanted to hear more of the Bible, and your parents mm. were saying you need to go to the youth group, but you didn't want to like have to go to one that had lots of skating in it. Is that why you were enjoying it? There? Yeah, I mm. think
1: like I think going somewhere that actually had like people that I could talk to. Um, Cause I think the, when it was like the skater group, it was like those who skate, and there was a very clear distinction between those who skate and those who don't. <laughs> um, I remember one of my friends, Eric and I, just like one night sitting up against the wall off to the side Sort of like watching going, This is just wasn't very inclusive. Yeah. Yeah. It was like Yeah. Yeah. Um Yeah. So but John's place, I had like invited my friends from school. Um so they were coming along mm. and there was, you know, these leaders who were like talking to me, even though they were strange long haired people. Um you felt so a
0: little bit of ownership
1: and you're yeah, like yeah, yeah. Mm. Fully. Um yeah, and there was, it was very much, um, there was very much a sense of ownership over the place, because um, i I'd been attending for a while, and mm. it wasn't John's
0: anymore. <laughs> it's, it's ours, <laughs> it's not, not John's. No <laughs> Mine now. <laughs> listen, listen up, John. Oh, <laughs> uh, you said that you moved high schools though after that. Yes. So Where did you go to?
1: Uh not long after John's place closed down, not because of that. Hmm. Um, I moved to Cronulla high school oh okay yeah i was at the time still living in loftus so it was
0: a bit of a track what was the reason for that
1: um wasn't loving it at janelle anymore um the Janelle. that's sorry the <laughs> um wasn't loving it at janelle anymore yep. um and wanted to go to a new school and applied for a couple different ones and yeah. One of the ones that accepted was Cronaut. I was like, oh, I'll go to that one. Okay. Um, yeah, so went there for the rest of my schooling life. And at the same time, so halfway through my year eight, which was 2013, uh, yeah, 2013. Um, I We also changed church. Um, my parents were getting sort of tired of CBC, not, in a bad way but like you know sort of uh feeling like they needed to get a change of scenery change of scenery um, and so we m- started looking at new churches and um, we came along to survival when we we're at pack mm. um, and I think I came along my first week Jared spring who comes here um, was preaching and oh, yeah. made a joke about keyboard cat, yeah.
0: which was. I think I remember this, yeah.
1: Yeah, which was like a big thing then. <laughs> um, and I thought that was pretty funny. And I thought that's super weird that there's the guy at like, church is preaching, but he's also. N- Bringing up memes. Yeah, it'd yeah. bring up memes on the screen behind him. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so it was. So I was like, oh, that was interesting and then after the service like i was able to chat with him and his brother keegan who used to come here and ethan um who is on this podcast yeah. he, he's around no, yeah. you, you guys know him yep. um yeah uh so i would talk to them um sort of get to know them all these strange people more More long-haired (laughs) weirdos
0: is that when jared had long hair
1: uh no what jared didn't keegan did Mm. um and ethan did Mm. and it was like a super big change like as far as church scenery going from cbc church of 400 plus like it's huge to this tiny little building on like on the street over there Mm. um yeah, was like a big change for me mm. and like doing dinner, doing, and I remember like pretty early, Jared was like, oh, Jacob, come and like clean dishes with us. Yeah. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> <Cool. Yeah. laughs> like,
0: all right then. <laughs> got to be like cleaning up dishes. It's got to be one of the best, like get involved in ministry. Absolutely. Things you can do because it's like, it's so easy, but you just like get to, ha- you're really just hanging out and like wiping up really. That's oh. what you're doing.
1: Yes. And, like, not only that, but you're stuck in a small space with them because the kitchen wasn't that big and mm. you have to talk to them. Mm. <laughs> um, yeah. No, it was, like, it was pretty cool. Um, and in the first, like, week, I was invited to the youth at Sorrow Bible. Um So I rocked up because I wasn't going to youth. And I think... I think when Jared suggested I come, my mum overheard huh. and was like, "Jacob,
0: Jacob, get, go to youth. <laughs> Your J- parents g- are so g- keen g- on g- youth group, <laughs> aren't they? Yeah. yeah. Is there? Do you reckon there's a reason for that? That they um, really passionate about you going to to youth group?
1: I think both of them like really loved their a lot of value in it. Yeah. Well, they really loved their youth groups. I believe both of them actually attended Solis back in the day. Oh, did they? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. That's cool. um Yeah, so they were. uh, I think they met with Solis they were from Bondina House. They met with Solis on a um, on a Black Stump.
0: Oh, okay. So Black Stump is that crazy Christian music festival they used to have out in a big paddock somewhere in the middle of nowhere. They saw this. Okay,
1: yeah, that's and apparently there was these weirdos waving big flags around the
0: place. Yeah, they used to do that. This is before my even my time when I was part of Bowl. So it's going going back a bit. Yeah, but it's mm, they are old. (laughs) <laughs> yes well yeah <laughs> what was what's bundina house um bundina house
1: is there is a uh it's a community uh, i think it's a community hall but i'm not 100 sure on that okay it's down there and it's they use it as a church on sundays and it's like a in bundina in bundina right. it's like on the water oh it's like yeah if you go into, like, the main part of Bandina, you actually have to drive past it.
0: Oh, okay. Right. Bandina House Christian Community. Yeah, that'd there be There you it. go. Oh, okay, mm-hmm. cool.
1: And it's, like, yeah, properly front... Like, you walk out the back door... Onto the beach? Onto the beach. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Um,
0: yeah, so... Sun, sand, and bubble. <laughs> Jesus. Yes. <laughs> it's like beach mission every... Every every Every, every, every week. Every, every <laughs> every week. <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, yeah, so... Mom and dad were like, you should should go to the Bibles. You should go to the- uh, Youth group. Youth group. Youth group. Go, 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 go. go, 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 go. I'm like, okay, I'll go. Went to the youth group and was met with a eclectic bunch of (laughs) teenagers from high school that I didn't attend. Mm. uh, All in the year above me, all at least a year older than me. Um, And all of them were like in in their circle and i remember thinking
0: huh that's it's oddly familiar that's <laughs> to begin with odd <laughs> not skating
1: yeah i look it it's kind of reminiscent of youth groups i guess <laughs> i i still don't really know what youth groups are uh i i guess there's always like the group in the big group and then there's they're usually doing something rather than just huddling in a circle at random people's houses because at that point we were we would never venue, so we were just going from house to house for people who just offered their houses up yeah. every week. Um, ransacking poor people's houses. <laughs> Time to be alive. Oh, it certainly was. Um, but yeah, um, sort of made friends with a couple of them, um, with Ethan, with Jared and some of the leaders. And before too long was one of the strange eclectic bunch in a circle, waiting for new people to come and give weird stares at and invite them eventually get them into the circle eventually point. yeah yeah um yeah it was like still the time where the like leaders weren't quite in the circle yet <laughs> and so when i got there i was like talking to all these leaders and they were all like oh why don't you go talk to these guys and they were like oh and also we'll come in <laughs> and talk as well
0: <laughs> i remember i remember the leaders telling me that, that that's like they just like stand in a circle and they don't do yep. anything and then the very f- early stages of sorrow Revival's uh youth youth uh, group oh yeah yeah um
1: yeah so that was the early part of my that was year eight yeah that right that was you eight right for me that was 2013.
0: what do you reckon changed like changing from those different youth groups what mm. do you think that uh, taught you or what do you think like you learnt from that that you think oh I wish I hadn't I wish th- they didn't do this because mm. like, it's three different youth groups I mean I haven't like to be honest I only ever went to Sorrow youth group right mm. and there was different groups but I just progressed up as I got older right but you've yep. gone to three different ones in the space like before you're even what, 14 basically mm. or when you are 14 mm. so what was the your, in your experience like what was the what was the vibe around that I think something that was
1: like easy to notice as far as when I changed youth groups was knowing when like knowing when someone actually cares that you're there. Yeah. Knowing that you've been noticed. Mm -hmm. Um, And they want you to be there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Not just like, the scripted, oh, we're happy to see you. Um, you know, it's good that you're here, that kind of thing. But, like, you can tell when someone's actively wants you um, as part of a group. Mm. And I think, like, that was a big change that I noticed from the first group to John's Place, was that all of a sudden there were these people that, um, yeah, I, like... I got to know personally. Um I got to meet Dan before he'd met his wife Renee. Um and then I met Renee when they started dating and Renee came along to um to John's place. Like that kind of thing. And, you know, getting to know them on a, a long term basis. Um and It's yeah. kind
0: of so you you're saying that the also cool thing was experiencing relationships with people that are a different age to you. Yeah. Hmm. I think
1: there was Yeah, the being able to experience that like relationship, but also knowing that it's a genuine relationship because you, I I think I don't remember any of them um, because I didn't know them that well. But at uh, CBC, I like interacted with the leaders, but I didn't really know any of them, I wasn't really friends with them, Um, and so going to John's place, like the the difference was all of a sudden rather than just being nominal friends with someone, I was like genuinely friends Mm. with the leaders.
0: Um, And do you think that was a key part in your discipleship?
1: Yeah, I think like that change and like being able to be properly friends with someone who is older than you um, or even just someone who is different to you Um, Mm -hmm. was, like, a really big thing for me, I think, because by this stage, like, my Christian walk had sort of, I'd matured, like, physically, um, but I, like, my faith had sort of was only progressing at the same rate as my age was, you know, it wasn't like I was, um, yeah, particularly passionate or anything, it was just that my I was no longer six, so I had a better understanding of what I was being taught, um, rather than a deeper understanding.
0: By that time in your age, did you feel like you needed to know you should be growing more, but you hadn't?
1: Um, no, mm-hmm. I think I didn't actually know that there was a problem. I think, to be perfectly honest, I didn't notice that there was uh, yeah that I was missing anything. I guess until quite a bit later in like retrospectively okay
0: and um, that is that kind of because you grew up in a christian family and and you thought maybe i do know most of the answers and yeah i mm. think i think a fair bit of it would have come from that
1: mm. sort of feeling of yeah like oh you know, i've been around i've been around the joint for a while it's nothing new here yeah jesus um, died for my sins guys like, yeah <laughs> look that was like Two thousand years ago, <laughs> get, get with it. Um, but yeah, I there was like a lot of that, and I think what actually really helped was when I started going to John's place. I actually also started attending. They had a Bible study on like a Tuesday night um, that I was attending for a little bit. Um, unfortunately, they opened that up uh, in the home of the guy who then moved state oh yeah okay. um sorry wasn't attending there for long but yeah i was attending that that was really helpful um and then um when i changed churches and sort of got to know um yeah the guys that saw revival i realized that hey it like it's probably time to start thinking about my faith mm. more seriously mm. um especially because you know when you're especially when you're like you're in your seven and eight and you're like hanging out with these people who are like 18 19 and higher um, you're thinking oh these these guys are super cool I want to be you know imitating them um, and they're all Christian guys and they're all like really passionate about Christ um, yeah I think there was a a sort of a moment where I went huh maybe I actually need to deepen this faith and make it a personal commitment
0: yeah right Um,
1: so I think about yeah when I changed church um, was when I sort of started realizing that um, like very seriously and started to just um, cause,
0: yeah, and like you said because you would see older people in terms of their maturity and faith and you're like yeah. I, I'd, I'd like to do that too yeah how did that play out um as you're going to, like going through the later years of high school because what was it like being a Christian in high school
1: um yeah in high school um being a Christian was difficult mm-hmm. um as I'm sure it is in every high school um I certainly wasn't the best representation um of Christian living at all times um you know there's plenty of regrets there Mm. plenty of times that I wish I had done better um not realizing who I'm representing um yeah um So there's, yeah, some parts of it there that were sort of sad in retrospect, but some of the like positive parts were that um, my school, actually, this isn't a positive part, it's a negative part, but um, my school had very few Christians in my year. Mm -hmm. um, And of the few who were Christian, most of them were like nominal or like didn't really care. Um, weren't living it out, yeah. Um, sort of by the time we hit year 12, there was like, yeah, pretty much no one who was Christian. Um, I think even in year like 10 for scripture, um, I think there was like eight people in my class, um, and m- half of them at least didn't actually participate or care um yeah so there wasn't a lot of christians in my year um but it meant that i was the person that people would come to if they wanted to know something about the faith um
0: it's (laughs) kind of cool cool, though
1: yeah it it was kind of cool um it was also difficult if they wanted to know something about the faith, but also just have a go. Um, yeah, because okay. like, there's some people who want to know something, and some people who are just like, here's an opportunity to be really funny.
0: Here we go. Let's
1: ask the Christian guy. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So there was yeah opportunity for. Um, yeah, for me to talk to people. Um. As well as opportunity for hardship, I guess. Um. <laughs> uh, I was running the, sort of, whilst I was at high school, um, there was a thing that came out um, that basically meant the lunchtime Christian group had to stop. I I don't think it had to stop. I think it had to get permission notes. Okay. And because they had someone from, someone exterior coming in. Yeah. Um, And so the church who was running that, decided that better than doing that was to abolish the group formally, but tell the students that they can run it. It didn't happen.
0: Um, <laughs> I was going to say, that's not going to happen really. No,
1: no it didn't. Um, so that was like early junior high um, and then sort of continued onwards Um, As I got into year 11 and 12, I decided to start up a Christian group. Um, And yeah, I would run it out of one of the classrooms at lunchtime um, on, I think it was a Monday. Um, Did you have many people come along? uh, The largest turnout was four people, (laughs) including myself (laughs) and my brother. (laughs) <laughs> so, I wouldn't say that the turnout was huge. Oh, actually, no, we had one week five. No, oh. it was one week that yeah, another person showed up. That's good.
0: Um, yeah. So, is this why you got we were considered the the person to come and ask Bible questions of because um, you were leading the lunchtime group, or you, or because you, you were a Christian? I think like, prior to that, people already knew
1: that I was Christian. Hmm. Either they'd overheard a conversation or. I said something. um, I was well known for not going to parties because um, I was going to church or youth group. Um, Yeah, so I there was heaps of different things that I sort of didn't go to because I was like, no, I'm attending church on Saturday night. I can't go out drinking, Um, especially in like
0: late high school. I think it's interesting that you said that you've got a lot of regrets about high school, but. You've just told me all these things about starting a lunchtime group, not going to parties, like, and you were trying to live it out. So maybe your your regret is not living it out more, but you were living it out a lot more than other people, and yeah. so I think that was an example to people in in some way. So just to mm-hmm. encourage you. That was that's pretty cool. But um, yeah, it's not. I mean, this. <laughs> I've got got plenty of regrets from high school. (laughs) I feel like everyone would, hey? Yeah, I feel like Uh, everyone would have regrets from high school. Yeah, I had a whole lot hit me the other week, and I was just like, (laughs) I was so bummed at myself. Like, you're just, (laughs) you're an awful person. (laughs) And, yeah, that's what sin will do to you. (laughs) It (laughs) certainly is. So, once you finished high school, so you did HSE and everything, What's the what's the plan after that? Because and what happened to the the Christian group after you left? Did it did it keep going? Did your brother take up the mantle?
1: I don't know. Okay. I I asked him one time, um, and he said nothing's really happening because because <laughs> you left. It was your fault, Jacob. <laughs> yeah, because it was my fault. Um, <laughs> also, all of the members who were attending, except my brother, were in my year. Okay, so he would have been the only one. <laughs> okay. Um. Yeah. So that's, that's whatever, I guess that um, was bound to happen, I suppose. Um, yeah. Um,
0: so after high school. After high school. After high school. What, was you, what, would, what did you want to do after high school?
1: After high school, I had, uh, I'd gotten into Wollongong for a um, Bachelor of Engineering.
0: Hmm.
1: Uh, actually it was Bachelor of Material Science, which turned to Materials Engineering, which turned to Civil Engineering. Whilst I was there, it changed a little bit. Okay. Everyone kind of changes through university.
0: Yes, we all do.
1: Yeah. Um, <laughs> Except your course did as well. Yes. Um, yeah. So looking at doing that, I did that for three years. Um, Bachelor of Engineering is four years in total. Um, I didn't complete three years worth of content because I was part-time and not doing as well as I could have been. Um, Why did you go part-time? I went part-time because I was uh, working as well.
0: Okay, what were you doing at the same time then?
1: Um, I was working at Whitehorse.
0: Oh, the barista. coffee oh, yeah. barista, of yeah. course. Okay, yeah. so you're working in barista. Is yeah. that because you love
1: coffee? Uh, if I'm honest, I started work, when I started working there, they asked me what my favorite coffee was. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, I like it short, like small. And I'd sort of like made him. it was like really early in the morning when they'd asked. And I was like, I'd made a movement to like show small and he's like, oh, an espresso. And I'm like, that one. And they're like, I'm glad we hired this guy. (laughs) And they're like, oh, cool. Here. And I was like, okay. (laughs) And yeah, it was like several weeks of working before I was like, oh, actually, this doesn't taste awful. I don't mind it. Oh, okay. And so it was actually a taste that I came into. You acquired. Yeah.
0: Yeah, right. So you didn't drink coffee before then? No. Right.
1: I actually started... When I started there, I actually really didn't like coffee. <laughs> all the coffee I'd ever tried, I didn't like.
0: That's me too, but I'm still
1: like that. <laughs> I, Yeah, I honestly, I'd never had anything coffee that I'd enjoyed and then had, it was the fact that I was drinking, like all the coffee that I'd ever tried was like cappuccinos, lattes, that kind of thing. Turns out I just don't like milk with coffee. Right. And I still don't. It was, Interesting. yeah, but black coffee I enjoy.
0: And like a double espresso. Yes, <laughs> that's that's what you like. Yes. So, did, what was the reason behind doing, like, kind of part-time work and part-time uni? Was it a a reason for that, or were you just like, oh, I just want to. That's how I want to do it. Um, there wasn't a reason for it. I
1: think. Like I was struggling, um, like with my mental health. Okay. And I was so struggling with studying. Um. And I sort of thought that if I decrease the amount of studying that I'm doing and work a bit more, then you know, give my give myself time to mm. rest.
0: Mm. Um, and did that work out for you? No. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. So, like, if you feel comfortable sharing, tell us about. You don't have to go into drastic detail, but tell us tell us what you mean by like you were struggling with your mental health.
1: Yeah. Um. So in year 12 i was diagnosed with clinical depression anxiety Mm -hmm. um and so started being medicated for that okay um and found that a lot of that was tied into um like exams and studying and
0: just feeling the pressure of that yeah Mm
1: -hmm. um and um yes i suppose the, the pressure of that and I don't know the, the climate of high school meant that yeah i found it really difficult to study and do well um i was spending like no time studying all the way through year 12 um even though i was doing high-end subjects so it meant that i should have been studying mm. a fair bit and stuff like your depression just made it really hard for you to yeah. feel motivated to do that and, yeah mm. just like Sort of feeling like you want to study but sitting there and being like i like physically can't bring myself to yeah. look at the screen to start studying yeah um especially sort of the second and third year of engineering which become a lot harder than first um i wasn't passing a lot of subjects so i had this like a similar
0: effect to what was happening in year 12.
1: yeah mm. um well yeah like well, i think all of the like uni study and stuff was having the same effect Um, but it was more that like by the time second and third year uni came around I was also because I wasn't studying I also wasn't passing Um, which makes sense yep and all of a sudden at uni you have this wonderful option of like just not rocking up (laughs) which (laughs) was not a good thing (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah so I ended up not doing very well um mm. for ages, did you
0: finish the course no
1: mm. um that's so a four-year course and i did sort of i was only there for three years but didn't do three years worth mm. um yeah so sort of reached the end of the third year and was wondering what the heck do i do with myself because i'm not going anywhere with the course it's like well and truly stagnated um it's not it's not really what I want to do like because I'd gotten a taste of some of the things that you do um you know started using some of the design softwares to yeah for was like some CAD, CAD stuff yeah, yeah like I was doing some CAD stuff oh, we were actually using this other thing the the lecturer kept hammering. He's like, this is better than CAD. Oh. It's <laughs> okay. We like all of us in like third year going, What? And he's like, this is so much better than CAD. I don't want to hear about why do we not use CAD? I'm like, oh, okay. Anyway. And he's he's just going on and on and on about it. And my mum, who's an engineer, is like I've never heard of it.
0: <laughs>
1: why the hell? Why, why is he hell? pushing it so much? Why the hell did you this use Does this guy it? have
0: shares in this one?
1: <laughs> Honestly, turns out he wrote the textbook. <laughs> yeah. There's always a reason. There's always a reason. Um, um, yeah. What about your faith at that time? Um, I think towards the end of high school, like it was good in some areas and then it was really up and down um like with my mental health it Mm. like i had really high times where i was like on fire and then really low times um i started dating a girl who wasn't christian um which was an awful decision
0: it was unhelpful let's just say unhelpful
1: yes it was definitely that (laughs) yeah um yeah they're like yeah it's honestly it's a massive difficulty in a relationship if you're just like not on the same page yeah ever um in terms of what you believe yeah in terms stuff. of what you believe and like your priorities yep um and so that was difficult
0: a fair bit of clash yeah
1: mm. it was, that was difficult and also ended up being the thing that sort of broke the relationship at the end, um, Mm. inevitably. Mm. But it also meant that I wasn't leading at church because I had been sort of helping out with the younger kids group um, in junior high. And then I was helping out with youth group in senior high. So it meant that I wasn't doing that anymore because I was, yeah, um, not, I I was currently seeing a non-Christian girl. So yeah, that was another, and like the mental health being isolated from my peer group, which I'd spent so much time with.
0: At church, you mean? Yeah. Yep.
1: Um, Because like not leading with all my friends, like Mm. Jared and Keegan, who are still um, leaders, meant that, yeah, that sort of compounded other problems. Yeah. Um, And yeah, so there was a fair bit of up and down in... High school, like in the later part of high school. Um, but once I hit uni, I think it was a lot better. Um, I, um, Obviously I was no longer at high school. Um, so there was no longer uh, a lot of the distractions of things like, you know, people asking you, oh, when you come to a party or that kind of things. I was like, you know, just sort of starting out at uni and there's was so much uni work to do that, like the only people who'd really pick up heaps of friends at uni were the ones who either lived on campus or, like, spent a l- like, were seeking that out. But um, by that point, I was seeking out my friendships at Soli's, um, and so I wasn't seeking out people to meet at the, the uni bar. Um, There's
0: always a so uni bar oh, at, at Wollongong, isn't it? it yes. <laughs> <laughs> uni bar. You uni you're uni. going to uni bar? To uni bar? Yeah. yeah.
1: Yes. We did have several uh, meetings for like subjects there mm. where we just like do part of an assignment at the bar. Yeah.
0: Because why not? Well, it's a, it's
1: a meeting place. Yes. But it's when the tutor shows up. That it's like, oh, that, yeah. And the tutor had beers with us. Well. Oh, okay. Yeah, There you go. Why not?
0: So in terms of like looking forward, mm. how much of the decision to stop doing uni and, and the things around your mental health and stuff, were you kind of looking to God for answers around that, or was it some sometimes is it always? I mean, I remember, I think even at that time I wasn't I wasn't particularly looking for God to uh, that when I was your age, that age. Mm. Sorry, uh, it was a it wasn't i wasn't really probably thinking oh i wonder what god thinks about this decision <laughs> i'm just i'm just curious yeah. is that is that what you would is that what helped you make those decisions
1: yeah i think by that point sort of in my third year of uni um i was like sort of at the end of a, a tether going if i'm not doing engineering like i came into engineering not really knowing what i wanted to do mm-hmm. and in and particularly want to do engineering it's sort of just what I fell into because it was what I was good at um yep. but I didn't really want to do it and not knowing what I wanted to do was like a hundred times worse um I'm yeah I'm fairly certain that's why I stayed at uni for so long I probably would have left after the second year if it hadn't been for the fact that I was like mortally afraid of like what do you do next what would i do if yeah. yeah if i didn't do this if i wasn't doing it what do i do mm. um and so i yeah was like really unsure um and just started thinking about what i was good at what i wasn't weighing up the uh the idea and praying about it um for you know god to give me an answer mm. um and i ended up coming up with Sort of narrowing it down to a couple different things yep um it was become a uh like a real estate agent hey yeah well you know talking to people getting uh maybe like real estate agent or like sleazy car dealer (laughs) making deals either (laughs) way yes um yeah so (laughs) talking to people um yeah interacting with them getting alongside people
0: like doing that? Yeah, I like
1: mm. reading people. I know it's, you get a sense of what someone's like and then you can see what works for them. Mm. You know, are they someone who wants this in a car? Are they someone who likes some uh, likes a salesperson who's authoritative? Well, you can be more authoritative or do they like someone who, you know, seems more of an expert or well, you can tell them specifics. Mm. Um, so that kind of thing,
0: but you didn't become a not, car salesman, did you? Not, not a real no, estate agent.
1: I, I became neither of those. Um, <laughs> the other thing that was on my like possibilities list was go to Bible college. Ah, yes.
0: No, I'm going to s- spoiler a You're doing that.
1: I am. <laughs> I am in my second year
0: at um, YouthWorks, right? Yes, mm-hmm.
1: YouthWorks. Um, so I actually hadn't decided. It was like. January and college was starting soon and
0: got to make a decision
1: yeah and I was like oh silk cars is, or this is hmm this is not good and I was unsure and I had been sort of uh, each year sort of year 9 ten uh, 10 11 and 12 I'd been to a camp called LIT mm-hmm. leaders in training Um, and uh, we were on schoolies with that year's, uh, year 12s. And we were at Jamboree. And it just so happens that we were at one of the, I think we are at like some, the water, you know, the big area that has like all these, it's like climbing equipment and stuff. And there's like water pistols and there's a big bucket on top. Like oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So the kids area really, yeah, isn't it? Yeah. Pretty much the kids yeah. area. And yeah. we were like causing terrors because like we were all you know 18 yep well i wasn't i was one of the leaders but like yeah all these like big kids and all these little people like mom why is there the big people mm. on the right yeah <laughs> um anyway and look at the lifeguard and he's one of the guys i met on lit um who i was friends with and i hadn't seen him in like forever and it like sort of brought back all of these memories of how good it was to be Uh, in a community of people my age who are on fire for god um who are learning how to serve him better um and so i actually decided that day there and then yes i after having talked with him i was like right bible college is this year That's, that's what i'm doing
0: wow that's cool.
1: And so, yeah, I came home and started doing the application forms. Give me the forms. <laughs> yes. Someone find me a pen and <laughs> forms. Yeah. And uh, had my interview, went to that. They were like, oh, what do you expect to do with this? Like, if you get the, because um, I'm only doing a advanced diploma at the moment. Um, like, oh, what are you looking to do with this? And I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, what do you mean? And I'm like, I'm just here until God tells me otherwise. Yeah.
0: Which isn't bad. <laughs> you know. And I mean, like, That's what you oh, did to get there. Oh, You're okay. Like,
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it was perfectly the truth. I was like, well, I think this is where God wants me. Um, I'm just going to be here until it turns out that he either does want me here and I'll stay or mm. doesn't want me here and I'll find somewhere else to be. Um, and the guy who was interviewing me was like, yeah. Strange, but okay. (laughs) He just kind of looked at me funny. He's like, that's not what I expected to hear. (laughs) Usually expect to hear, oh, because I'm a kids minister. (laughs) (laughs) No, just, all right. Um, Yeah, so I've been doing that and um, fingers crossed, God willing, um, I'm going to try and get into more college next year. Oh, fantastic. um, And actually continue the study get a bachelor of divinity
0: yeah wow yeah so do you think you like will want to become a a pastor that's
1: yeah that's where i want to be at at this point wow that's
0: uh that's cool yeah what an interesting way to come about basically training to be a pastor certainly is (laughs) that's cool though (laughs) Why did you
1: decide to be a pastor? Oh, well, I went to Jamburu, Yeah, and this
0: guy <laughs> I met before was yeah. there and like, you know, like God said, be a pastor. That's yep. what happened. <laughs> I've got two more questions before, you, before we wrap up the chips, as we like to say. The first one is yes. just to pick up something you said earlier was um, I think when you said you went to John's place, you said it was mm. your first experience of intergenerational ministry. Mm. Why did you bring that up? Because you, you will know and many people listening that so at revival church, we like to practice intergenerational ministry. So, mm. lot like lots of different ages mixing to be able to to learn from each other. But why did you bring that up? Is that something that you found that was imp- that is important, and and why do you see it as being important?
1: Yeah, i I think it's really important. Um, I didn't then. I thought it was weird, as I've said. Um, but I now realise that it's amazing like i was thinking about it the other day and realized that i have more friends who are two plus years above me uh in age i have than i do that are my age um i have yeah my current friend group is like people who are yeah two to 20 years older than me (laughs) or two to five years younger than me which is
0: probably the same for me yeah 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 it's
1: and it's awesome like i'm yeah heaps good mates with um jared and keegan and dan still you know all those boys who i rocked up to youth with they're all two years older than me at least Mm -hmm. um and i'm still great friends with all of them i think it was something that really helped my faith
0: mm. um, it does seem to have like shaped your spiritual maturity yeah. in, in, in a number of ways like as you as you grow up yeah um, it was yeah very
1: catalytic for change I think cool um, especially sort of you get if you actually get alongside someone who's younger mm. um, you can yeah be such a wonderful blessing to them and without trying to you can be an implement for change in their life for massively positive things
0: yeah that's cool all right final question though I did like that answer <laughs> final question before we wrap up the chips looking back on your reasonably short life if you're only 20 what are you saying you were saying earlier 22
1: I turn 22 tomorrow
0: 22 tomorrow this will come out a week later so well 22
1: like six days ago
0: (laughs) very nice (laughs) i can see why you're looking at engineering uh looking back on it what do you think that you wish what do you wish you knew earlier in your christian walk that you know now
1: um i would say remember that um yeah you you're actually representing um a, a people that's bigger than just you um like i said there was uh some great times in high school and not great times mm-hmm. i think
0: you mean like a, a kingdom representative know yeah I mean like god's yeah, kingdom yeah. i
1: i represent if you're a christian and you tell people you're a christian which mm. you absolutely should mm. if um if you are um then you actually represent christians Mm. when you go out and you help someone um you do a nice thing for someone you show compassion show love um you represent christians and that person will think wow that person was really loving Mm. and they're a christian maybe there's something different about them because they're a christian if you go out and you put people down and tear into them and make fun and act like everybody else, then you're still representing Christians, but not positively. Mm. And I think the world is always trying to catch Christians off guard and catch them at their worst. Um, And so if you yeah if you aren't keeping in mind that you actually are representing god and all of god's people then you're likely to slip
0: it makes me um what you're saying made me think of that verse in I just had to look it up because I couldn't remember what, where it actually was, but about being Christ's ambassadors it's in two Corinthians five mm. it says we are therefore Christ's ambassadors as though we were as though God were making his appeal through us mm. we employ you on Christ's behalf be reconciled to God I think that's that's really cool I think that's what you're saying mm. is that yeah it's um it's important to live out what we actually believe yeah so yeah that was cool anyway thanks for joining us on the chip lunch podcast Jacob for having me it was really great. Would you like to do us the honour of wrapping up the chips? <laughs> and thats a, I think that might be a good title for the episode too. Be ambassadorial. Ambassador, don't you think that's a funny word? It's a very amb- official ambassadorial. word. Ambassadorial? Is it a word? I it might be. We'll look it up before we put it on we'll as the We'll look on the computer. Yes. That's Hang what on. it's for. Here. Is ambassadorial. Oh, can't spell it probably. Oh. real a word. that's So I don't. It is. Oh, it is. Look. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. mm. Of or pertaining to an ambassador. Mm. So anyway, I think that's a good way to finish it. So let's be <laughs> ambassadorial for Christ. Yeah, excellent. We will finish it one way. You to do it one way. Yes. Thanks, man.